Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you were going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. Probably the biggest one I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will, or I guess I should say Robbie, will see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days... Are you going to be there one more time? Uh, we're going to be there the 22nd through the 24th of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. You're a wizard, Harry. Turn to page 394. Of course it's happening inside your head, Harry. Why should that mean that it's not real? Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I am Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. Afternoon. <laughs> Whatever this is. For us. For you. Well, it's afternoon for us. But for us, it's yeah. afternoon. Yes. We always say good morning, so it's like. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, but it's not today. Yeah, it's not. Mm-mm. We are starting at the mid-afternoon, so the mm-hmm. coffee's kicked in, the energy's there. Should be a good, good, good yeah. Time. We shall see. Yeah. A good time to cry. No, oh. yeah. But anyways, before we get there, it's gonna be a big episode. It's gonna be a, it, It's gonna be two big, big two. episodes. Yeah, two. We got yeah. part one and part two next mm-hmm. week. So, oh dear lord, buckle mm-hmm. your. Buckle up, uh, friends, mm-hmm. but before we get there, just a reminder, we're produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. And check out YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok. Instagram, all the things. All the things. Mm-hmm. All right. So oh, we are entering the last book, mm-hmm. the last two movies mm-hmm. of the Harry Potter. I can't we're already here. It's crazy. I know. I know, it. I know. But what's great is when HBO starts... Every year we're going to be able to just do a season, like a summer True. or a month of the seasons. True. So we're yes. going to get to do this all that over again. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Just with that is TV accurate. shows. We're going to have to get mm-hmm. sad all over again. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Well, not Listen, for a little while. We have like 10 years before we mm-hmm. have to deal with this book. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, the first, the first two, 
They're the not first too bad. three, the first three seasons will be fine. <laughs> yeah, season yeah, four is when it gets a little. Off. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. But anywho, yeah. Well, it's well, it's about season four when things start to get a little more uh, true. Well, it's when we have our real first death. Four would technically cover Goblet of Fire. That's when our real first death actually happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it just goes downhill. Then we get to Deathly Hollows, where it's one every chapter. Probably more, but anyways, it's a lot. Um, of, yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. So, Pixie yes. Dusters, uh, we are just doing part one today of the movie, so we split the book um, stuff, and we're only doing about 10, 12 points about the book, mm-hmm. um, just because we have a lot to discuss with just the enormity of Deathly Hollows. So, I didn't want to mm-hmm. take up too much of our time with comparison. Um, the one I do really want to hit on that I really hate that the movie didn't keep the scene in there. I think it was dumb cutting it. They're mm-hmm. idiots. I want to punch them in the face is they took out the beginning scene with Harry and Dudley. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to just start off right off the bat. I have the quote later on as we get down into our favorite quotes, but he, I mean, Dudley literally goes up to Harry and says, you're not a waste of space. After all of these years, after mm-hmm. everything he's put him through, after yep. the crap, after the all of it, he's finally acknowledged that Harry actually is worth something to him mm-hmm. and to his family. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he acknowledges it. And why the bleepity bleep bleep did you take it out of the bleepity bleep movie? <sighs> Sorry, I agree. I I agree. No, that's fair. I, sh- I wish it was. There. I actually, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know about that scene until last night. It was like on. It was on YouTube. It was like the extended whatever. Oh yeah, like, they didn't the leave this in there. What the heck? If only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They leave some of the parts in with Petunia. Mm-hmm. But still, right. but was, they took. But which is good. <sighs> yes, because finally, you finally got to see the emotion from Petunia that she actually like it did affect her when she lost her sister. Right. But, it was a big um, deal. Mm-hmm. It's even like a smallest bigger deal. glimpse of humanity that we actually see in that woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very small, but it's there. Very so small, it's but it's there. It's there. Yeah. Someone, I don't know if it's real canon or if JK like said it, but someone um, said, wouldn't it be cool if like Dudley ends up having a witch or wizard for a child and because he finally acknowledges Harry, like they become friends afterwards and actually Aww. goes to family things and Harry helps them wow. Dudley through the Diagon mm-hmm. Alley. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if that's real, but that's a nice like thought. It. Yeah. I like it. Nice I mean, he Dudley could have a have a witcher wizard. True. It's yeah. it's in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a big one for me. Yes. Um, the rest of these, uh, I mean, I understand some of them of why they took them out, why they put it, didn't add them in, but I thought they were pretty important. Screen Rant thought they were important, so we're going to go through them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the book, uh, the real reason Potter was uh, recognized was that he used his go-to spell, Expelliarmus. Yes on stan who if you guys remember stan is the um night bus attendant from the third movie mm-hmm. he becomes a part of the dark lord and that's how they realize who it is because no one else uses Expelliarmus like harry mm-hmm. does so yeah. that's how they figured it out um but they changed it in the movie with hedwig uh giving him away instead but either mm-hmm. way hedwig dies protecting him like that's mm-hmm. book movie book movie it's mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so small thing but just uh it is a little significant uh let's see here and in so when they're leaving 
um, the house, which is like one of my absolute favorite beginning scenes other than Dudley and Harry. Um, they, uh, they actually are not all supposed to meet at the borough. So we actually right. get to see Harry and Hagrid landing at Tonks's house. Oh. So Dan, they deprived you. They did. How mm-hmm. they? Yeah, they don't go to the borough first. Yeah. No. We got mm-hmm. deprived of seeing what Tonks's house would look like, which I think would be interesting. Absolutely. And they thought it'd be best because um, splitting up, worst case scenario, at least some people are going to survive. Yep. Which mm-hmm. is just like this whole book of like, well, we're going to do this. And if some people survive, great. If not, thank you yeah. for your service. Yes. It really mm-hmm. was a war. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, this did irritate me in the movie. I remember watch- when we got to the wedding scene in the movie, uh, this really irritated me because Harry's just walking around all willy-nilly at the movie mm-hmm. or in the wedding, mm-hmm. but actually they disguise him because no one's supposed to know where he is. Mm-hmm. And he's disguised as a muggle redhead boy that Fred and George like got the hair off of some mm-hmm. at some point. Yep. So I hated that change. I thought it wasn't cohesive with what was supposed to be going on. So I don't know why they didn't. I know it's going to be more CGI, but still, mm-hmm. like, it's important that we know that Harry's supposed to be hidden. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So there's that one. Um. So <laughs> I forgot about this. Fleur invited Victor Crumb. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Ron and Hermione. Mm-hmm. wow yeah yeah so she actually invited victor crump to the wedding he and hermione are thrilled to see one another mm-hmm. and ron of course jealously jealously escorts her away to the <laughs> dance floor yes um crumb is also I, I, angered yeah. huh no i'm just saying I, I do remember reading that like yeah that. Mm-hmm. yep um crumb was actually angered by lovegood also in the story wearing the deathly hollow symbol um crumb only knows it as grindelwald symbol because Mm -hmm. i think they're the same um country blah 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 uh in the site oh no 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 i'm sorry he murdered his grandfather grindelwald murdered crumb's grandfather um which just makes him very angry so Mm -hmm. we kind of get to know the deathly hollows a Mm -hmm. little bit and hear grindelwald's name before later on like in the movie Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think he came the actor came and filmed i believe he did film a little bit and it just he did and they it. cut it yeah dum-dums took it out still didn't make i would have been okay with this being a three four hour movie i would have mm-hmm. done it just give me a little intermission to go to the bathroom and we would have been good yeah this movie could have been longer than it was they could have did what they did with the titanic movie actually do an intermission like mm-hmm. the middle of it we're gonna take yeah. a break yeah and we shall return i, def- I could have seen that they mm-hmm. could have done it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh let's see here oh okay so after so in i mean the wedding it goes crazy new minister of magic's already dead uh and ron harry and hermione get out well Mm -hmm. while they're at um sirius's house uh lupin actually shows up at the house wanting to go on the journey with them yep but uh harry's like no you literally have a child on the way with tongs you need mm-hmm. to stay you need to take care of your family they have a big fight and lupin ends up leaving but they just had to add it in the in the movie which i get um it would have taken up a lot of time and it's not really that um they don't really talk about serious and tongs or not serious oh my gosh lupin and tongs throughout the mm-hmm. whole movie so it yeah. would be pointless no, really to don't. add those scenes no. in 
which I think is a sad that we don't know more about what's going on with their relationship in this movie. I agree. That's one thing I'll hope for, like for the series. I hope they kind of expound on them. Yeah, we get more of everybody as a couple in the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Uh, Let's see here. So, uh, just one thing, uh, just a small little thing. A lot of their plans, the movie makes it sound like it's going to go really fast. In the book, she actually expounds on the plans. It takes a lot more time to plan, um, and she draws a lot of it out. So, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of drawing out when it comes to putting uh the plans into place that's just a small little thing um but in uh in the book when harry and hermione are at godric's hollow they're they're looking they're sadly looking over the remains of the hollow and what makes it the most tragic is that there is actually hate they didn't do this a tribute at his whole house of a mural to James and Lily Potter with messages of support for many of the members mm-hmm. of the magical community. There's actually years later, eight, 17 years later, 16 mm-hmm. years later, they are still memorializing Lily and James for what they did uh, mm-hmm. in their sacrifice. So mm-hmm. I'm really sad that they didn't do that. I thought that um, like when I was rewatching it today, when it was just him in the grave scene uh, graveyard uh, with just the headstone and there was no flowers, there was nothing it does make it feel like they weren't um no one remembered them no one right. cared for them nothing but in essence the community did care for them and love them mm-hmm. they just didn't show it which makes me angry mm-hmm. um and of course harry starts crying during that scene and uh they didn't put it in the movie and i think mm-hmm. they should have because harry shows a lot of emotion in this book and we don't get to see it yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh let's mm-hmm. see here uh they did mention the waltz that uh that um harry and hermione do once ron is an idiot and leaves uh Mm -hmm. was a lot more joyous and like the song like how they described it in the book was not this like haunting song like it actually was like a joyous moment they were laughing they were um it just from what from what I was reading about the book it just and I don't remember the scene I gotta go back and read I don't think they did a dance in the the book if I remember right they added that for the movie only because they wanted to do a more special scene between Harry and Hermione I don't believe they do any of that in the book did I read that wrong then when they or did they give me the wrong one I don't know but I'm pretty sure that that's not a book thing um at all so screen rant was wrong because yeah, I believe this is just a movie the thing. Book. Yeah, they just decided to do it. Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I, it was one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and then when I read the book, I kept waiting for that scene to pop up, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait, it never did." Because I don't yeah. remember reading that at all. No, book. as far as I know, that was a specific decision the screenwriter made was to add that scene in. Okay, um, yeah. so I will actually that, that out right. because <laughs> that was uh, the internet lied to us. Misinformation given to me. A little confusing, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Let's see here. Three more. False information. Yeah. Uh, Oh. Okay. Apparently, they just dragged out the scene of them getting um, uh, uh, chased. Mm -hmm. And it actually was um, a lot shorter. And Hermione even had less time to figure out how to disguise Harry. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, both of them are pretty tense, whether it's that scene or the book. It it was a tense scene. So, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Dean Thomas was supposed to be captured and brought in with Harry and Ron and Hermione to Malfoy Tower. Not like, I think he was just being brought in from a different part, but he was supposed to be in there with them. Um, He was also interrogated by Bellatrix, but most of the time he was just in the cellar. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was there. Uh, and then last but not least, I forgot about this. Um, Pettigrew doesn't make it out of the first part of this book because he's getting choked to death by his own silver hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and dies. Mm-hmm. So bye-bye. Yep. Yep. Nice. That's what happens when you get a, a hand from the Dark Lord. That's what happens. Yep. You're at risk of the, getting choked to death. Yeah. Buy it. Buy it. He did it to himself. Yeah. He really did. I don't he feel bad. I don't feel bad either. Peter it's like finally Pettigrew someone deserves who deserved to die died. Mm-hmm. He deserved it. Right. Yeah, so. We don't, we don't yeah. get a lot of them in these uh, story, do we? No, we don't. Mm-hmm. People deserve people who deserve to die actually dying. We don't mm-hmm. really yeah. Get much of yeah. Them. I mean, we get it at the end of this book, but it take took seven books to get there. It took quite a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but that's all the book that I wanted to go through. Those were kind of okay. the big points. Um, okay. Cool. So let's let's dive into this movie. All right. Okay. So this movie, we were talking about part one. And please forgive us, dear listeners, if we confuse anything. Because I know I personally struggle <laughs> with keeping the two apart from reading. You know, like it all blends together for me. Whether it's this is the, why the I literally movie. watched them, uh huh, yeah, like within the last twenty four hours, so I could keep them separate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just it bleeds together sometimes. So please forgive us if we get a little confused. But try and standpoint. So what if we have like is... a call in segment where people are just like, oh, excuse me, that's not the right fact. Like somebody called in and just you guys are talking us. about the wrong movie. Excuse me. This is why we don't do things live. Right. <laughs> I would not enjoy that. Trying to like read people's comments or listen to that. No, I would not enjoy that. No. <laughs> No. no. Okay, so part one, Deathly Hallows. This is a PG-13 movie, as it should be, right, for so. brief sensuality. I'll give you this one. The last time we yeah. saw this tag, okay, I was uh, like, eh, but this time I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. And it does have intense <laughs> action and violence. Yes. It's a fantasy adventure for genre. Director, again, David Yates. Producer, David Heyman, David Barron, and J.K. Rowling. Writer, Steve Close, and of course, based on characters by JK. This movie came out November t- uh, 19th, 2010, and it's USA box office gross was $295 million. Yeah. <laughs> it's two hours, 26 minutes long. Ratings, critics gave it a 77%, according to Rotten Tomatoes, audiences 85, and it's at a 7.7 out of 10 on IMTV. Oh, goodness. I just cannot get over these IMDb ratings. I just... None of them have been over eight. There, we shall wait until the next one. I'm double checking right so now. Far, but so far. So far, everyone's been in the seventh. So I think the highest was 7.9. Let me I'm I double IMDb, checking. I was Prisoner of Azkaban made a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dumb-dumbs. There we go. All right, so I got some trivia for you. This is the first of the Harry Potter movies to have J.K. Rowling as a producer. So there you go. It took her a while, but she finally got a producer credit. I'm surprised it wasn't sooner, but, you know, it's Hollywood. So, 
According to David Heyman, the work print of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows was at five and a half hours long. The shooting script was close to 500 pages. So they were like, yeah, we're going to split this movie into two. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got two movies. <laughs> was because of the shooting draft. Um, this is the only film in the franchise that does not have Dame Maggie Smith as Miss Minerva McGonagall or David Bradley as Argus Filch or Alfred Inach as Dean Thomas. I mean, I don't really, no offense, Dean Thomas, don't really care as much about you, but it's sad. No McGonagall in this movie, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not. I forgot about that too. As I was yeah. watching it, I was like, wait a minute. This is pretty much just the trio for like 80% of it. It's Yeah, there was a lot of burden on them when we were going into these yeah. last two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's always been like a lot for them, but especially this time. I mean, they had to carry pretty much the entire movie. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, they especially. Did yeah, and not especially even in Emma the trio, and it was... Daniel. Yeah, yep. it was really, <laughs> really, yeah, on those two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. So Bill Weasley was played by Domnall Gleeson, who is the son of Brendan Gleeson, who is Mad-Eye Moody. I knew that. Yeah. And it's just interesting because the novel specifically says that after being attacked, Bill is so scarred, he looks like Moody. So there you go. Lots of tie-ins together. Fun times. Fun fact, Don Han, Don, Nomni, whatever his first name is, Gleason, Uh played, um, played, uh, what's his face in Force Awakens. Yeah, he was also in Star Wars. Ah, You remember him? He's the sniveling, the sniveling. uh, I love his character. Uh, What's his name? Um, it's uh I'm blanking on his name. I usually know his name. The... I know me too. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, I swear. It's fine, we'll move on. Anyways, but yeah, I love his character. You remember this is the last day of the Republic. <laughs> and he gives so much crap to Kylo. It's just great. I just love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So Jason Isaacs, who is Lucius Malfoy, originally considered not returning to this movie because he's like, oh, no, my character was arrested and imprisoned in the Order of the Phoenix, so I'm not going to really have any screen time, right? So he met J.K. Rowling and he begged to let the character out of prison. Please let me out of prison. And she was like, you're out. Chapter one. So he immediately signed on. To join. Well, yeah, yeah he, we already knew he was out. We knew he was out. Did he not read the book? No, I don't think he did. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, like, she's like chapter one, which is literally like right at the very beginning. You're there. Like, you're right there at the opening. Okay. So don't have your wand anymore and you're disgraced and really Voldemort hates yeah. you, but you know, you're out. <laughs> you look pretty bad in this one. You look like you need some sleep. Uh, you have no control yeah. anymore. No. Your mm-hmm. wife controls you. Exactly. It's terrible. I mean, all of the Slytherin, all of the Malfoys look like they need some serious vitamin D anyway. Already. But it's worse. Pale, but he looked, it does get worse. He looked mm-hmm. excessively bad. He did. Yep. Very, very bad in this one. So filming the seven Harry scene was <laughs> so complex that Daniel Radcliffe counted over 90 takes for just a single shot. Ooh, so yeah, talking about carrying the film, just nice. that scene alone. Whew, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah, he's a busy guy. Mm-hmm. My goodness, in this one. Oh, yeah. As in her previous movies, actor Ivana Lynch designed a lot of her um, accessories and whatnot for Luna, as we know, because she loves Luna. So we're talking about the jewelry, things for the house. Mm-hmm. She even came up with her own dance moves for the wedding scene, <laughs> which amazing. based on the concept of wafting rack spurts away which is how it was said to have looked to harry in the novel 
So yeah, I love her. I just, she's amazing. I love her. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect casting. Just can't say it enough. Mm -hmm. Perfect casting right there. Yeah. She's really, she really grew on me as a character. Oh, who Luna? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Um, upon seeing the set for Hermione's bedroom, Emma Watson told the set decorators that there should be more books, which they happily accommodated. And I love that because if anyone's going to know Hermione at this point, it's Emma. Her room should practically be a library. Yes. So I'm glad she said something mm -hmm. when she walked in. She's like, no, no, no. We need to update <laughs> this. Come on. More books everywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Over 500 wands were created for this movie. They were checked out and checked in before, during, and after filming. Um, it was completed for each day, and many came back broken. So makes sense. They had to have lots Real? and lots of ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have some more wand facts in the next one, too, that we talk about, particularly for Daniel and what he yeah, did to them. I, I, yeah. He, he was not kind to his wand. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Yes, we, we all discuss that. So there was a scene filmed in which Tonks told Molly that she was pregnant, but it was cut. And even though it is hard to see, Tonks is wearing maternity gown at Bill and Flora's wedding in the final film. So there is at least a little visual of it. But yeah, and we've already just talked about that. How we wish they were more involved. Well, it, it's like this whole movie, including part two, they like cut out the fact that until he's like talking to the ghosts, you have no clue that they have a child. Mm -hmm. If they didn't put that in the ghost scene, like before he goes to die the first time or the only time, mm -hmm. um, you would have known. I know, without having already read mm -hmm. the books, yes. Yeah. 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 All right. So Scabier's violent twist in the air when Bellatrix uses her whip on him was not in the original script, but the actor, Nick Moran, improvised it on set to avoid being upstaged by Helena Bonham Carter. The filmmakers liked it and they're like, okay, we'll use it. And he was excited um, until he realized that for it to work, he'd have to repeat it for several takes. I gotta think this through, friend. You're gonna be doing this constantly. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ouch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And having Bellatrix carve mud blood into Hermione's arm during the torture scene was not in the original script, but it was an idea that Emma Watson and Helena Bonham Carter came up with together on the spur of the moment during filming. So they actually talked about it and came up with it together. Yeah, because it's not in the book, nice. is it? No, she does not. Like, they do we, not talk about that at all the in the book. We hear the torturing, but mm -hmm. we don't know what she's doing to torture her. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. never mentioned seeing anything on, like, Hermione's arm or anything, which, you know, yeah. they would have seen and said something or asked her about, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And finally, the main street set in Godric's Hollow is the same set used for Hogsmeade in Prisoner of Azkaban, but obviously they change it up a little bit so yeah. again they have to reuse stuff so makes sense you know and snape's redemption so i don't have a lot early to share because snape's not in this a whole lot and when he is you know he's being all death or eatery so i don't know how any of this is redemption about that. okay first of all no my point was for the first one ashley is so rude you know i'm trying to talk and she just like interrupts i saw the her, grin when you were like there's no thoughts. redemption for snape in this one i can see her. she's like hey Okay. No, so. I don't have a grin. I don't understand point number two. I'm explaining this. I don't say I agree with this. Will you just okay. let me read it so people know what we're talking about? Yes, go My ahead. My goodness. <laughs> <sighs> okay. 
So first point. I love poking the bear. <laughs> first points. Snape did hit George with that curse that, that messed, you know, got rid of his ear. But he was aiming for a Death Eater. So it was an accident. So I just want to point that out. So when they're all like, oh, Snape did it. He did, but he didn't mean to. He was trying to hit another Death Eater, which means he was trying to be helpful. How do we know he was going to hit another Death Eater? Was it in the book? Yeah, it's explained somewhere. I didn't just make this up. I don't remember it being explained. Oh, good Lord. Okay, so the next one. Hmm. Well, it's a big book. I just don't remember. The next one. There's a there's theory. A I did not come up with this. I read this this morning, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Because there's no it. indication of this whatsoever. But there's a theory floating around on the interwebs that Snape killed Hedwig. This would be in the book, obviously not the movie, because as we talked about, things are different. But in the book that Snape killed Hedwig because that was a giveaway that he was the real Harry Potter and that he did it to help protect him. I don't know any of this. I'm just letting you know that that was a thing that was out there, but I don't know if I believe that because I'm like, oh, I don't know where they got this from. Yeah. You internet peoples. I don't know where that came from, but I just thought it was interesting when I read it. So yeah. And the last one, yeah. you cannot argue this one. If you try and argue with me, I don't know what your problem is. I haven't is, read lady. it yet, so go for it. Okay. Okay. I haven't read it yet. Actually can't I've only read the first one. two. All right, so remember, and this is, I don't think they do this in the movie, if I don't recall, at least, when they're um, in the tents, okay, and they would listen to a little radio, Um, Ron had the radio that used to drive Harry crazy, and they would hear news about what was going on and try and figure out, you know, they'd hear news about what was happening to everybody back at Hogwarts and whatnot, so they hear news from Hogwarts that Ginny, Luna, and Neville actually tried to steal the sword of Gryffindor, and Snape catches them, because, you know, can't be doing that in the office. And they're punished, but their punishment is that they're sent to the Forbidden Forest with Hagrid. And I remember this from the book because Harry or Ron, whoever, they're just like laughing about it because they're like, oh, ha, ha, Snape is so stupid. They would enjoy that punishment. And I'm like, he, he knows. He knows. Okay. He didn't yeah, really he, punish them. He was, he was trying to save them from the twins, mm-hmm. from the Carcaron twins. Yes. Aha. Yes. Okay. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that's the best I could do, though. Um, I'll have a lot more, obviously, next one. But because this was split into two, it was harder for me to do based on that. Yeah, so. I figured. And I and I have a debate for I have some of my own points to go against next book for you. I don't know if I'm going to win, but I at least have some points. Mm-mm. It's going to be interesting. It will. <laughs> that's actually to funny say it. because. I, I was watching ones, we'll get to it in the next one. And then mm-hmm. I started involving Snape on YouTube, scrolling through the comments. And comments were just an all out war about Snape. Oh, people, like, yeah, they were very divided <laughs> in the Harry Potter very, community about how you divided. feel about him. Yes, I'm not surprised. There's, there's my side who hates him and doesn't angry. think he earns redemption. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's Snape's side. I think Dan is on my side. I know, but in this scenario, you and I are the most divided on it. Dan kind of Dan tries to be nicer about it. Holds his stuff in. He tries to be nicer, but he thinks you're wrong. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, Wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) We'll get to it in the next episode. But I'm basically doing the Captain America pose where he's holding onto the helicopter in the building. That's me between the two of you, just keeping you (laughs) balanced between this. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Technology for it. I love it. It's so true, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. 
It's so not my true. whole life. That's what I've always done. I've always been, I've always been the guy to try and keep people together. Everyone dumps their problems on me, and I'm the glue that keeps me together. Y'all, y'all should be thanking me. Thank you. Thanks. He You're probably welcome. does help though, because oh, it was just the two of us. It would just be us going back and forth. We would literally just be fighting about Snape the whole episode. We'd talk about nothing else. We'd be like, we're done. You guys have a great one. Bye. (laughs) We do need Dan. Dan is vital to this. Uh, He is. You've become a vital part of our podcast. Yes. Mazel tov. what I'm here. Mazel tov. (laughs) Well, Dan, why don't you tell us your favorite characters? Oh, we're already there yet? Oh, wow. Yeah, we we're are. there. Woo. Okay. We're there. We flew through those facts. I know. We okay. flew through. All right. Because we got characters. other stuff to discuss. There's a lot. <laughs> discuss. Wait, which which one? Is, which one am I clicking on? Okay, we're on Deathly Hallows 1. No, yeah, I, 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 I had part two. Ah. Uh, well, see, I told could you. Confuse you. So confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, they're pretty, it's the character. My character lives are pretty much the same anyway. Right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Uh, the twins, obviously, the trio kind of had to like them because they're like the majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luna, like I said, in these last few movies, Luna really, really grew on me. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, naturally have to mention Dobby. You notice we haven't talked about it yet. We will get there. We all know okay. it's coming. I'm just, you know, kind of preparing. We'll our, I'm preparing everyone. Everyone knows. Everyone who's seen it, we know where they're going to get sad anyway. So I'm just kind of like, you know. So, getting people ready for that moment. I couldn't watch it when I rewatched the first one. Mm-hmm. I stopped it. Yeah, Actually, before. I skipped it. I yeah. skipped because mm-hmm. I couldn't watch him sitting there in, in, in Harry's arms. And I could not watch Harry falling apart. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. And I'm already turning up. That's rough. It was rough. It's terrible. It was it's horrible so to read about. It was horrible to watch it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it was, it was probably harder for me in the book. Because I remember that. I was remember I was at a coffee house first time I read that, and I had mm-hmm. to put it down, and I just like stared into oblivion for like five ten minutes straight. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Yeah. His and the twin is probably my biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones hit me the hardest. That was mm-hmm. yeah. No, that was definitely a hard one for sure. Oh, no, and Mm-mm. yeah. And we're actually gonna read it in the next episode. All right. Oh great! I, I remember what you said. I remember Super. what you said about the. About the actor, uh, who the the twin, the actor. Yes. Yeah, James was, and James had a hard time with it. Mm-hmm. Right when he was actually crying Oliver. over like the twins' death, but like the mm-hmm. crying was actually real. When I mm-hmm. watched that scene, I was like, "Oh yeah, that is real." Uh huh. That is very real. Yeah, I can't imagine trying to film that. Oh my gosh. Yep. And yeah. poor, poor Fred slash I can't remember which one plays which. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm, I'm like, here. Like, I'm alive. Yeah, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's all right. Actually did. It's all right. I'm here. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Uh, of course, twins. I yep. love them in this movie. They are the comical relief to me in this Thank movie. Thank goodness. On a lot of different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, they're just, they're amazing. Um, I love Hedwig. I just have to memorialize Hedwig. Tears. Mm. Um, Harry, I love Harry in this one. Um, yep. I actually, as I was watching him again, I'm like, you know what? These are probably my two favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I get more emotionally invested in these two movies than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Harry, Harry's a big part of that part of this movie for me. Um, I can't, I can't put the whole trio because I can't put Ron. I didn't I either. Say, if you I noticed can't. my list, <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. He he ticks me off. I know he had. I know why he's ticking us off because he's literally he's had the Horcrux on the longest. It's it's getting into his soul, and right. it just 
the but the problem is is it i really do feel like the horcruxes feed off of the emotions you are already harboring mm -hmm. so the fact that it's just amplifying the jealousy to the point where he's actually mm. saying it out loud. Yeah. And yeah. Hermione, I can't put Hermione on this because she's just, because she's, she's me. Like I can see myself in her on the fact that she's trying to reason with this boy who is actually not good for her at this moment. He's being toxic and mm -hmm. she's, mm -hmm harboring feelings like it just it's it's toxic and my i was watching it today i'm like oh my gosh this whole movie until they finally like give in to each other they just are a toxic relationship mm -hmm. like how they go back and forth so i just couldn't put both of them okay um and then uh, 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 yeah i'm, I'm gonna me. let you move on yeah. okie dokes <laughs> now i put i put hermione down not because of ron because i did not put ron down I put Hermione down because, as we all know, and we have routinely said over and over again, without Hermione, Harry, Ron, everybody in the entire world would be screwed. So thank you, Hermione. This is very true. Who packed the bags and was mm -hmm. ready to go. She brought everything that they would need that they mm -hmm. would have never thought about. She had the tents. She was prepared with the spells to make sure they were hidden. Thank you, Hermione. Thank you. She really does get so little recognition for what she's mm -hmm. done, for what yeah. she yeah that she deserves she's vital to this making it I think to that's Harry why making it. yeah i think that's why in curse a child she made her minister of magic that could be because she needed like hermione mm -hmm. deserves that spot she does mm -hmm. there's i don't think there's anybody else who that who would deserve that yep yeah we know the last couple were duds so not so good yeah not so great no. <sighs> so i also put harry again just he's just grown so much it's it's mm -hmm. amazing to see him and and see how he's able to kind of start to take charge and he still harbors anger and all of that which we know again is related to huh, Horcrux but mm -hmm. he's still he does such a better job of managing it and taking control of his feelings and situations and it's just great to see Bellatrix because she is the worst and she plays it just i helena i just cannot get over it it's just so well she done went, she went full psycho in this movie exactly yeah. and it's just perfect and just just perfection yeah for an evil character just absolutely. great absolutely uh the twins same thing everybody put down if we did not have them it would have been slightly less funny i say slightly with a hint of sarcasm yeah they added a lot to it <laughs> they did yeah and then Dami, which I don't want to talk about. So there you go. Okay. Favorite scenes. <laughs> Take it away, Dan. Reason over that diary. Um, okay, so uh, seven Harrys disguising as Harry. Um, so probably good. one of the you know uh, George trolling Harry and Ginny in the uh, kitchen, doing that little cartoon sneak up behind them when they're having their little sensual moment. Morning. Very classy, very classy. <laughs> morning. Classic George. Classic twins um let's see uh the the wedding you know the definitely good uh tension breaker um infiltrating the ministry i mean really anytime somebody takes polyjuice potion and becomes somebody else it's just a whole entrance for something for just hijinks that ensue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I, and it's funny because as dark as this movie was like i keep i it, that soul sequence always surprises me because there's just like so much random humor Mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. whole in this incredibly like dark film mm -hmm. 
I have a yeah. couple quotes from that scene in my know. favorites. Oh, it's just I, hard to I'm not sure pick we have every all quote. The same quotes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just play the whole movie on the podcast today. And we should, right. because honestly, it's just so good. It'll be like it a is. mystery science theater like comment on it. <laughs> yeah, just live watch something and discuss it. Oh, we should do that. That sounds like should so, so much that fun. On oh, my goodness. That'd be so much fun. Oh, that sounds like a blast. Okay, we'll 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 brainstorm how we're gonna do this later on, but we're <laughs> doing like it. so much fun. Okay. I don't know why, yeah. but we're doing it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what else? Um, uh, Harry finally giving Umbridge what she deserves, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't put this as a quote, but I'm just gonna mention it anyway. The fact that he uses her first name, like to me, mm-hmm. that's something so like just defi- like just stripping her again of that power. It's mm-hmm. Like, sorry, Dolores, you're lying. Yeah. Like, oh, I love that. So, Love it. Still mad that she didn't get, she didn't die in that. Scene. Dead, dead. Dead. <sighs> dead. Yeah. So dead. I have a theory. Yeah. What's that? Mm-hmm. I think they, so what I put down, I put it in my notes about her. And that, since you brought up dead, dead. Um. Oh, so I was sitting there watching the movie and thinking about her versus the Dementors. And part of me wonders, I'm like, there's no way she would die in, in, in Azkaban because the Dementors are afraid of her. They want to be her. She is so devoid of joy and happiness because she like smiled when we, the the scene, oh, it was the scene in the ministry when um, the the new taken over minister was like talking mm-hmm. about like putting everything back in order and da-da, mm-hmm. and she does that little <laughs> smirk at like, like going after people who aren't pure blood and i'm like mm-hmm. you're worse than a stinking dementor the dementors want to be you like mm-hmm. that was my thought in my head i'm like yeah you would be fine in azkaban because there's no joy from you to take mm-hmm. it's true but that's my thought mm-hmm. she's the worst she's in the same category as like emperor palpatine like she derives joy from inflicting yeah. harm yeah that's true now. he's the palpatine of the harry potter world is. you think it's voldemort but it's not it's no, no, it's Umbridge. Voldemort is well. No, we can't say he's Darth because there's no redemption for Voldemort. No, Voldemort's just kind of his own thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Maul. No, uh, because Maul still has some some humanity to him. He has he just he has no humanity. No. Okay, I was trying to think of something. I couldn't. I'm sure there's somebody in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. That's the only thing I can think of. No, no Tarkin. Yeah, it works. Or uh, Count Dooku. No, because Dooku had humanity before he changed. Tom never that's had true. humanity. That's, I yeah, don't think that's he true. did either, yeah. Yeah, Tom yeah. was always just a straight-up sociopath. For sure. That's why I say. Voldemort, Tom, he's he's kind of his own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so, um, yeah, that scene. And then uh, this is kind of a small scene, but I really like when Hermione just has that revelation about the uh, sword of mm-hmm. Dr. Gryffindor, just like, just like that, like, pff, like, aha moment, you know, and she just figured, and she gets all excited, and Harry's like, what in the world are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Typical, you know, she's like it's 12 so steps ahead funny. of everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, I think at first he thought she shaved off his head. I know, because he's, like, right. he's like, he's like, what? What, what happened? <laughs> like, what happened to my hair? Right. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you're a genius. Like, no, I'm actually just really, really logical. I'm just very mm-hmm. good at critical thinking. Like, no, 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 Harmony. You're a genius. Just accept you're it. You're a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so humble. She's so humble. Mm-hmm. She is. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, Ron coming back and saving Harry, um, mm. you know, kind of mm -hmm. coming to his senses. He, you know, he matures in that scene. He grows up. That's nice to he see. He does. Um, and then which leads into my the following scene and that's the see this scene is honestly why i can't hate Ron. i mean i i get it he's extremely toxic and kind of incelly in this whole sequence but he has his moment where he's like he snaps out of it when uh his like very heartfelt very sincere speech about the deilluminator guiding him back specifically mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. you know hermione is like okay he's learned some humility he's matured like i at that moment like he went a you know, he's talking about how the light, like, you know, into me, straight through me. I was like, I saw, like, I saw him grow. I saw him maturing mm -hmm. from a boy yes. into a very young yeah. man. Mm -hmm. That's a fair statement, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. you're not, I mean, you're not wrong. Once he does, once he comes back and does this speech. It's much better. Mm -hmm. He's much so better. much better the rest of the mm -hmm. series. He takes, like, Ron's the poster child, I keep saying this, for, of like, <laughs> it takes him a while to get there, but he gets there. Mm -hmm. He's a little confused, but he got the spirit. Yeah. Okay. So. I just, I love that line. Are you still mad at him? I'm always I'm mad, mad at him. Mad at him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Their full <Fair>. marriage. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's mm -hmm. my, uh, I'm sure I have plenty of more scenes, but honestly, you probably have more than me. So that's my extensive list of scenes for you. Yeah. Um, so for me, of course, Fred and George, whenever they pop up in their scenes, I love. Um, mm -hmm. Even so that I remember. I mean, I remember reading it and I even remember watching it in the movie and still like my heart clenching when they come back to, to the burrow and George is hurt and you, you, he, like you get the panic. You're like, oh no, what happened to the twit? It's like, oh wait, the wrong twit hasn't happened yet, but oh, uh -huh. but like just always their whole sequence. He's like, out of all the ill begotten humor, you go with holy. Right. Yeah. I have that whole holy quote. Fred. Yeah, I'll exactly. let you do the whole thing. I have the whole quote because I agree with you. It's like the best thing it's ever. It's the best. Mm -hmm. um, George coming in, he's all wrapped up and he takes his coffee cup and he's drinking like morning. But when they turn around, he has in his ear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, dear Lord. George, Why? What are you doing? Why? Um, but yeah, just they're, they're great. Uh, and the wedding to me, like as I was watching it, I. Uh, just recently i'm like this is the like a beautifully haunting wedding mm -hmm. it's so gorgeous but you can feel the tension you can feel it's like a whole mix of things and just like the atmosphere and then of course it goes to terror very quickly once the little ball comes and says everyone's dead and they're coming they're coming but mm -hmm. it was just a beautifully haunting scene i just really mm -hmm. enjoyed it and her dress I mean, I would never have it, like, I could never wear a, a I never want to, like, do color on my dress, but that beautiful white dress with the black peacock lace thing coming up, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, it's gorgeous, mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I had to. No, that's true, yeah. Um, I love the dancing between Harry and Ron, or Harry and Hermione, I said Harry and Ron. Mm-hmm. That doesn't I mean, work. That'd be different. Um, that'd be interesting. Um, I love the dancing scene with with Harry and Hermione. I just, I, it's that you're you're in the midst of this war. You're in the midst of Ron just left. He's angry. He's all these things. So they're dealing with those emotions. Her, Hermione for the love emotions. Ron, uh, Harry for like the friendship loyalty emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, and this hauntingly fun song comes on. Everything's haunting in this movie to me. Mm -hmm. Um 
where Harry tries to pull Hermione and himself out of the out of the fog for a minute and you get to see a glimpse of our happy Harry and Hermione that we're Mm -hmm. used to from books or from movies one two and three and some of four um you finally get to see a glimpse of it again but then it just goes away so quick and it's just Mm -hmm. JK did a beautiful job even though this wasn't in the book the movie and the books did such a beautiful job of showing um the the dark and the light of of Mm -hmm. a war with kids uh like with these teenage kids age group like sometimes i feel like putting teens in the middle of a war that adults should be fighting Mm -hmm. is well they're technically adults sort of but um i feel like sometimes it's not done it's always either overdone or underdone and -hmm. i just feel like with jk and how she did it in this book was just done very well Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple things here and there, but it just overall went, I, I think she found the right combo. No, I was, it's a really poignant uh, thing you said about how it gets really joyous, but it doesn't last. It dies down like really quickly. And mm-hmm. I think you're right. It's like, it's a good balance because it, you part of you wants it to kind of jump into that. Just, Hey, we're okay. Everything's going to be okay again, but it's not okay. It's yeah. not going to be okay for a while. And like the fact that it did die down, I, you know, it's, it's, it's sad, but it kind of like, it's, it's not so much that it's joyous, but it kind of evens things out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, yeah. Total joy, not balance. total despair, but in like mm-hmm. a, you know, Hey, we can get through this. We're stable kind of. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that's how I yeah thought. Trying to stable and balance each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I talked about it, but the whole leaving, uh, the deleted scene with Harry and Dudley is one of my favorites. And also them leaving, like you were talking about disguising them as Harry was just hilarious. So um, I, my favorite is when he when it's Fleur being Harry and she's mm-hmm. undressing and she's like, "Don't look at me, Bill. I'm hideous." <laughs> it's like I feel like Harry should be like, "Wait a second, ouch!" I know they talk about that in the book, right? A little bit more yeah. about how he's so uncomfortable with it. Yeah, and he's like, everyone's just like taking off their clothes, and it's like because it's not them, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is the worst." Mm-hmm. Like, could this you all like work. cover up a little bit? Like, come on. <laughs> Just like a whole bunch of naked people and they all look like me. It's weird. Uh, yeah. So strange. I love her Hermione. She's like, wow, Harry, your eyesight really is horrible. It's actually mm-hmm. one of my like, favorite quotes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the twins, we're identical, which is just uh, ironic because they're already identical. The twins. best right. line ever in that scene. I just love it. Oh, good. They are so stupid. I love them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so great scene. Um, I thought the snitch, the snitch trick was cool on the flesh memory. Um, I just, I love when he has that realization of, oh yeah, that's how mm-hmm. I caught it. Mm-hmm. It just, it was, it's a nice little, um, just reminder of, of the snitch and, and his journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Godric's hollow, um, in the book, uh, the book scene after like researching it and kind of reading about it again, I'm like, oh, that's right. I really did love that sequence before they get to Babshaw and Nagini and all this stuff, but just mm-hmm. the beginning part of, of, of coming in and it's Christmas and it's uh, all, all the things I'm like, oh, such a beautiful haunting scene. Again, again, again. with the yeah. haunting. Yes. I agree. Maybe I just got a haunted mansion in my mind. I don't know. Maybe it's just in your brain. I can't right see now. it this weekend. I'm going next weekend. Oh, I'm going tonight. I can't wait. Okay, so we can't talk about it until after I see it. I'm just gonna text you everything about it later no, you today. Won't. I'm gonna be like, guess what? All these no, things you that won't. happen. I won't. 
No. You won't because you don't want to ruin it for everything. me because you want us to be able to discuss it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I won't ruin it. You're right. Because, I mean, we're going to talk about it in our October episode. Like, let's be real. Uh, yes, that will be on the list. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what we can live watch because it should be by Disney Plus by then. I would assume it'll be on Disney Plus by October. I could live watch Halloween movies. Okay. We'll talk more. It's um, okay. D- define is- define Halloween movies based on our Disney Halloween our t- movies. Okay. It's not going to be like Halloween Michael movies Myers. Are very, very different. I'm just going to let you know that. So Disney Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be doing some slasher thing. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I don't think I've other seen po- it. You want that? Go to what's our other podcast? Uh, you can't kill called? the boogeyman podcast. That one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I've seen any real Disney Halloween movies. Like none that can none come to mind. You wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let's pause. You haven't seen. Um. There's any like, of the Halloween towns. Exactly. You Halloween haven't town. seen. Well, Nightmare Before Christmas. We kind of categorize as both. It's um, both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not really. No. Uh, uh. Uh. None of the Disney Channel ones. Like. What are some of the Disney Channel ones that I'm forgetting about? I'm blanking right now. Um, um, Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh God, yeah, Hocus one. Pocus one, Hocus Pocus two. Never saw. Bro, it. you've never seen Hocus Pocus, and that's the exact that's the exact reaction I always get every time I mention it. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think yeah, Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus. Like, I'm, I don't even I'm not even aware of like what ex- I watched some of the most of the Disney Channel original movies. I just I never. I don't ever remember watching any of the Halloween themed ones. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We there need to we move are. on before I like strangle Dan through the screen. I just can't <laughs> even process what you just force, said. Force choke me. Yeah, pretty much. Um, where's my wand? <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, Sammy. Knock out my earphones. My earbuds. That's Ashley's fault. Yeah. <laughs> she willed them away. I did. With their anger. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Sorry. Where where are we at? We're still a favorite scene. Uh, right? favorite okay. Scenes. Okay. All right. Uh okay. So the opening with the Death Eaters, Voldemort, and Malfoy Manor. Like what an opening because That's good. I just was thinking back, you know, because we're heading into the finality final whatever with these all the way i don't know final what's i don't know i'm trying to say yeah finality right like that's a word finality is the thing finality is like a uh, yeah i i can't grammar i don't know okay i i don't know anyway that whatever i'm trying to say the last of it so i was just thinking (laughs) and and i can't grammar i like it i was never that good at grammar i don't know um but you know like we had the sorcerer's stone at the beginning and just the way we met harry in the beginning and now we're here and it's just such a contrast between the way the two movies start because this is not a pleasant way to start a movie i mean it's very dark and there's a lady hanging out begging for snape to save her and that that doesn't yeah that was doesn't one. go over so well and then the whole premise of nagini's about to eat her that was pretty freaking terrible and Nagini. and just the way they're at, the death eaters who are uncomfortable not bellatrix but some of the other oh, ones yeah. such as lucius etc the way you know you just have to sit there go and and watch this happen oh terrible i just can't imagine mm-hmm. Ugh. no Mm-mm. 
but yeah, just a very dark way to open the movie. So, so, mm-hmm. so that's the scene. Uh, the ministry break-in, obviously, is just epic. I love it. It's just so mm-hmm. much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the visual telling when we learned about what the Deathly Hollows were. So I like listening. Gorgeous. I love listening to her just read it. But yeah, seeing the visuals, that was so great. I love the way that they did that scene. It was great. And I'm glad they decided to go like the more animated route versus trying to do like real people acting out. Mm -hmm. I think it just added to it. So it did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Bellatrix torturing Hermione because it just was so gruesome and so Mm -hmm. terrible it was just such a great scene because of that and just the fact that they came up with it together it just adds to it but Mm -hmm. it just the screams and how horrendous it was and you see what she's carving into her arm and oh my gosh just a way to show like you were saying like what they're in the middle of with the war Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. evil these people can really be Mm which is such a good way to show that Mm yeah yeah yeah, you felt it. You really felt mm-hmm. it. Did. Did. It's her cool. screams, like I equate her screams during that scene to like what Harry's screams we would have heard if they did it correct, like if they didn't mute it in Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And they had to leave it in this time because we needed that. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan, quotes. Quotes. All right, let's see um yeah we've already mentioned these several times but uh it's the twins, okay. mention yeah. it again <laughs> all right the twins were identical best thing ever. um this one is is kind of funny uh it's an exchange it's you know uh harry when there's harry's like saying no don't become me this is dangerous for you this is different becoming me no and then fred's like uh well none of us fancy it mate and then george yeah imagine if something went wrong and we ended up a screwy specky git forever i love that i love, I love that line <laughs> But it's, it's oh. I don't know if this is just my uneducated American ears or the really thick British accent or just the fact that he was talking so fast. I literally had to play that scene back several times to understand just what the heck he was actually saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that yeah. was me. Like, I ended up having to like, like actually Google, like, what does he actually say? And then I actually said it. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't know he said screwy. I knew he said specky. I got the specky part. For I never sure. got yeah. screwy. Yeah. I don't know that so I got screwy either. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. screwy, specky, get forever. I got that part, but I, 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 I like, the first half of the sentence, I was like, wait, what did he just say? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, imagine something wrong with it. I was like, dude, dude, slow down. Talk slower. Talk We're slower. Americans. Slower. We Americans no think, no, no, no think, no, no smart. No. Yeah, we're okay. Um, oh, boy. And then uh, Hermione, the with as Harry, you know, Harry, your eyesight really is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So Ron's return, just kind of hunky-dory. Oh, uh, hey, Hermione having her breakdown. Mm-hmm. Harry, give me my wand. Give me my wand. No, no, no. Hey, why has he got your wand? Never mind why he's got my wand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun he's one. He's just so mad. I love he's it. so angry. She has every right to be angry. But oh, yeah, she does. She really, you know. But uh, I, I honestly, it's fun. Sometimes I think I, I think I like the trio even more when they're just bickering at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Especially with Hermione, she's just reprimanding everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally, this this is Ron's redemption moment, um, where he says, you know, he's talking about he's in the pub alone. He hears mm-hmm. Hermione's voice through the deluminator. He's like, so I clicked, you know, so I took it, clicked it, and this tiny ball of light appeared, and I knew 
And sure enough, it flew straight towards me, this ball of light, right into my chest, right through me, right here. I knew it was going to take me where I needed to go, so I disapparated, came to this hillside. It was dark. I had no idea where I was, just hoping one of you would show yourself. And you did. Mm-hmm. Like, Ron, my boy's grown up. Mm-hmm. My dude's grown up. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, love Harry. I love yeah. Harry's response. Like after Hermione walks away, he's like, "Do you think she's okay?" It's like she will be. Just keep saying stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just keep saying stuff like that. Just keep telling her that story. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Good advice. It's true. it's true. Every word. Every word of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this last quote, like, it's a testament to again Helena Bonham Carter and what I mentioned about her just going full psycho. Like mm-hmm. she goes. Just she knows how to get so dark. I saw a little bit yeah. of this in Sweeney Todd too when she played the what's her name, uh, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Lovett or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But just the way she like just steely enunciates her words. It's like you know, it's like sissy, put the boys in the cellar. I'm going to have a conversation with this one. Girl to girl. Like I just love the way yes. she said that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I leg- I actually I'm pretty sure I actually recoiled in my chair mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a little bit. When I saw that, so I was like, as as much of a crush as I have on the Lady Bonham Carter slash Bellatrix, if mm-hmm. she had said that to me, like that far from my face, I'd be like, you know what, just just go ahead and kill me right now because it's exactly. nothing, nothing beyond this moment is going to be in any way good at all. No, no, we're just done. Yeah. yeah. So, oh man, just absolute brilliance on her part. Oh gosh. Um. Okay, I already said one. George saying morning. I just love it. So funny. Morning. Mm-hmm, drinking. Uh, I love in in the ministry break in when when they're still in their their apology oh submission. Yes. Rob's like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? My wife's all alone downstairs. <laughs> he's like, Ron, you, you don't have a wife, right? Oh, right. Oh, right. Ron, Ron, ruins character a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this was actually in the book. I don't remember, but I love this this line from the movie. And I use it as a TikTok this past Christmas. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Harry, I think it's Christmas Eve. And mm-hmm. it really shows like they don't know what time of the year it is. They nope. don't know what day it is. They're just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to know what when when and where they are. They just want to survive. And this line really shows that. So I love mm-hmm. it. Um, and then I got to bring in the, the beginning of the movie. Petunia, um, kind of lived in this house for 20 years. And now in a single night, I'm expected to leave. Harry's like, they'll torture you. If they think for a moment, you know where I'm going, they'll stop at nothing. And Petunia's like, you think I don't know what they're capable of? You didn't just lose a mother that night in Godric's Hollow. You know, I lost a sister. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, for once we finally get emotion from that woman. Absolutely. Mm-hmm beautiful moment and then Dudley so Vernon's like this isn't just goodbye boy is it this is farewell Dudley's like I I don't understand isn't he coming with us and Vernon's like who Dudley's Harry absolutely not why why because he doesn't want to do you boy and then Harry's like absolutely not no besides I'm just a waste of space isn't that right Vernon Uh, and Vernon's like come on Dudley we're off and Dudley goes and shakes Harry's hand he's like I don't think you're a waste of space and Harry says thank you and Harry's like see a big d and smiles at him and for Mm -hmm. the first time ever they had a cordial moment which is Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 
I already said this one, but after he returns, you're not so mad at him, are you? I'm always mad at him. <laughs> just how she says it. It's just so mm-hmm. funny. Uh, let's see here. Oh, um, when Harry's trying to leave the borough after before the wedding, and Ron catches him, and he's like, and he's like, we can't leave without Hermione. We wouldn't last two days without her. He pauses. Don't tell her I said that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you should. You need to tell her. You Somebody need to tell appreciate her, her. You need to tell her all these things because <sighs> it's true. None of yes. you would be alive. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have lived past the first year of Hogwarts. Nope. Let's see here. Um, I love this one. <laughs> Mad Eye. Fair warning. It tastes like goblin piss. Fred. <laughs> have lots of experiences with that, do you, Mad Eye? Moody glares. Just trying to diffuse the tension. I just love the way he says that line. <laughs> Forget about that. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. So this was very hard to, to narrow down, but um, so I have Bellatrix at the end when she's yelling at Dobby, she tells him, you stupid elf, you could have killed me. And Dobby says, Dobby never meant to kill. Dobby only meant to maim or seriously injure. <laughs> I love that. Best so line. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, oh, I had the wow, we're identical thing too, because it's freaking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we were talking about earlier with Ashley, I have that that whole line with uh, the hole in the head. So <laughs> when some George is a bit injured, you know after the mm-hmm. they're flying out so fred says how you feeling georgie and george says saint like fred says come again george says saint like and points to his ear and then george says i'm holy and fred says pathetic with the whole wide world of ear related humor before you you go for holy and it's just so funny Great. and so pure and i just love that that even in that very scary moment that they're able to joke around like that yep. mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and a great luna love good quote since she's not in this enough she tells harry at the wedding hello harry oh i've interrupted a deep thought haven't i i can see it growing smaller in your eyes (laughs) i love that line (laughs) i just love luna Mm -hmm. i'm like oh Mm -hmm. she's always just so honest and yeah pure yeah Trying to see if there's oh I forgot to put that line on my other favorite quote. I love when they 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 get to London and they're talking about they're they're trying to figure out how they knew or after they leave the coffee shop and they're trying to figure out how they knew he was there they were there. Mm-hmm. And um Harry says something about well maybe they can still trace me. He's like, no, it's wizarding law. After Harry 17, the trace goes. And like Hermione kind of stops and has this moment. She's like, oh no, we 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 forgot to celebrate your birthday. Oh, Jenny and yes. I had a cake. I just like Harry's like, it's, it's okay, Hermione. It's like Hermione. There's more going on. We don't need to worry about a birthday cake right now. Oh, it's so precious. The oh, way she's so is. worried about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst yeah. of all this, she's still thinking about other people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So a couple things just that I noticed in the movie as we were going through. Um. Like, did you notice that when? Harry and Hermione are talking on the cliff without Ron right before actually Ron comes back. Um, he doesn't call you know who Voldemort, he calls him you know who, 
which most of the time he calls him Voldemort. This was the first time I remember him calling him, you know who, since like Goblet of Fire. And I thought that was an odd choice. That's okay. This annoys me. I don't me know because why. They don't explain it. In the book, it's explained. Isn't so it the, because they're afraid like he can no, no, no. find him? No, it has nothing. Well, kind of. It has nothing really to do with uh, being afraid like that. So in the book, they explain the reason why they were caught when they leave the wedding. Remember? Because they're like, how did they find us? when we left yeah. and they just like you just said they're talking about the trace it's because they put some sort of trace on the word Voldemort mm -hmm. so if anyone oh. said the word Voldemort they were able to find you right. and they knew you're a defector because people I who were afraid of that. them or were following yeah. him don't call him Voldemort right that's how they did it and they find this out so Harry stops referring to him in that way and they all mm -hmm. start referring to him as you know who whatever because they know that they'll be caught and well, there's and at the end, if I recall, he says Voldemort, and that's how they're found, and they get taken to the Malfoy Manor is actually because he says Voldemort, and then they're found because they're that, they're seen. Right. If I isn't remember that, from the book, but it's been like a minute. So, but in the movie, like, isn't that also how what's his name, uh, Luna's father? Like how he gets, like he says the name, and then they find him there or something like that. He leaves, Probably. and he, I know he like leaves the scene, and he goes and sends some sort of alert to them. But I don't know what he does exactly. Because I could have sworn that like he mentioned that he mentioned Voldemort. He might have name, said like, Voldemort too, and then yeah. like maybe that's why he how he got signed. I couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I totally like forgot about all of that. Yeah, that, and they yeah, don't explain makes, any of that. They don't. Um, so and and it's interesting. I find it it's it's not just a great way to track anybody because he knows that Harry calls him Voldemort. Mm -hmm. He knows that he doesn't use you know who. Um, so not only is it a great way to track, but it also is a great way to continue to put fear on his name mm -hmm. to everyone else. It very True. much is like a fear tactic mm -hmm. to do it that way. So that's interesting. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm surprised in Snape's redemption. You didn't mm -hmm. add this. Mm -hmm. Like I saw something you didn't see. I didn't rewatch the movies though. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have time. So, okay. There's a good chance um, I missed something because of that. You, you did. Mm -hmm. uh, so Harry or Snape is the reason why he finds the sword. Oh yeah. I didn't bring up the, you know why? Because I was like, there's so much stuff that happens that ex is explained in the next one that I was like, maybe I'll just wait and kind of do everything when we get to like the prince's tale. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, like, but no, that's that fair. There. He did send. Yeah. That's why I was kind of like half. Yeah. I was a little, I told you this is hard to split in my brain. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But that's true. He does send the. The dough. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, the dough's there and we think it's yeah. Lily. I don't remember why we know the dough is Lily. They, I think they explained it in the book at some point. I think it's in the book and that not in his, the movie. His, his mom's um, is a dough and his father is the stag, which makes sense because, you know, it's are married. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I saw that. I'm like, dang it. There's one. Mm -hmm. It's so tricky to split <laughs> these up. That's my problem. I was really struggling yeah. with that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have a question in that same scene when he goes in the ice, why in the bleepity bleep would you take a horcrux into some like near a object that could kill it in water that could kill you? Because Harry is not Hermione. No, he doesn't true. really think okay. things through. Mm -mm. You're right. Yeah. Soon, like every time I see that scene, I'm like, it is a it has a living being in it. It has Voldemort in it. It knows mm -hmm. the sword can kill it. Why are you taking it near the sword? Right in below zero water, yeah, water water, so no air and no warmth and all alone. Get out and because it's frozen. Exactly. Yep. 
Good job, Harry. Very dumb. Great job. Dumb, dumb. Like, I think, I think I remember seeing that scene for the first time thinking, oh, he just, the Horcrux knows he's in water so he can kill him. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, it's more than that. He, the Horcrux literally knows you are going to grab something that can kill it. Mm -hmm. And it is trying to get away from the thing that can kill it. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I was just thinking too, now that we're talking about this entire scene, they never explain also in the movies, if I recall, how in the freaking world Snape would know where to send the dough and where to hide the sword of Gryffindor. They don't address this. I don't even remember how he knows. It's because of, um, what's his face? The portrait. Um, oh, Nigeria's um, Black. Um, yeah, he's- Phineas Nigeria's Black. Yeah, Phineas, yes, thank you. He's literally hanging out in the office talking to Snape and he is in the bag because Hermione grabbed the portrait and put it in the bag because she never wanted him to know like exactly where they were but she wanted to have a way to see what was going on at Hogwarts and kind of keep a touch there Mm -hmm. they never explain any of this so he's hanging out in the bag and he's like oh I heard her say Forest of Dean that's where they are so Snape's like oh cool I'm gonna go drop the sword off thanks (laughs) yep great there you go yep just little plot holes like Mm, the movies yeah the movie makes a lot of plot holes because they're missing stuff from the book exactly Mm -hmm. yeah any other scenes or things from this particular movie that we that you guys want to bring up i think i brought up all my things there is a quote that i forgot to mention and it actually Mm -hmm. adds to the quote that the last sammy's last quote that was Mm -hmm. uh luna when they end the scene and she walks off goes the come on daddy harry doesn't want to talk to us right now he's just too polite to say so yes I forgot about that. She's so, so fun. funny. She's great. Oh, I love her. Oh, it's he's just too polite to say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Luna. Luna, Luna, Luna. Yeah. And should we talk about Dobby at all since we kind of avoided it? Or we're gonna have to mention it at some point. I mean, I'm just saying this is I, the movie. I so I don't know how to talk about it because I mean it, it's just it's, it's a, okay. It's a, it is a beautiful scene. It is beautiful. Where yes. Dobby. I mean, Dobby, if we go back to the second book, when he comes into play um, at the end of the book, he's like, I will always be there to save Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Mm-hmm. And he does. He comes and through. He's there. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who sends him until the next book or until the next, next movie, movie or later yeah. on in the book, if you're leading the book, but um, cause you don't know who's in the mirror um but he's there he comes yeah. and he saves harry potter and it's in the most cute adorable way mm-hmm. <laughs> how he deals with bellatrix um and and bellatrix deserves to die um horrendous horrible torturous death oh and what she did and we didn't uh, even mention how he he sits on the, the knife and he sits on the chandelier and he's like unscrewing it and how everybody mm-hmm. just kind of looks up. That's a great scene. Hilarious. Yeah, with That's what I said. It's a cute, adorable way that yeah. he saves them mm-hmm. up until the point where um, Bellatrix has really good aim. But that just shows you that's that's Bellatrix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No mercy. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Well, and just I, I almost put it in here, but I didn't want to do it. But we're going to I'll say it anyways. Um, so one of my favorite quotes that is just heart wrenching mm-hmm. is that quote at the end where he looks at the beach. He's he's dying. He's laying in Harry's arms. He's bleeding, mm-hmm. and he looks at the beach. And he's like, "Isn't this such a beautiful place to be with friends?" And that's yes. what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 so beautifully horrible 
and mm-hmm. and and harry's like we're not doing this magic like he deserves a real funeral we are we yeah, are no doing magic. this the right way and we're mm-hmm. doing this without magic mm-hmm. we're not taking the easy way on this because this is not easy we need to process this we need to I yeah mean, just cathartic it's, to, it's to do cathartic the burial that way the, mm-hmm. yeah so it was I agree. a horrible way to end this movie literally one of the <laughs> worst deaths like i, mean. I remember and the movie ending the first time we saw it in theaters and i'm just like i think did you and i see it together see? i would assume by this point in time we saw this together yeah wait november 9th this would have been no, probably I was still in college you and but i were both we might have saw it together like thanksgiving once we came break back for thanksgiving yeah. but yeah. i probably saw it before then I probably saw it multiple times. Yeah. In um, if I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I just remember seeing it the last time. I'm like, we're ending here? Here? Really? Yeah, here? because we didn't I'm know. So yeah, because we knew there were two movies, but we didn't know, like, where, mm-hmm. how are they going to split this up? Where are we going to end? And then it's like, oh, great. Thank you mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So annoying. Yeah, I think I saw it. That was when I was living with one of my Megan friends, Megan roommates. I've had a lot of Megan roommates over the years. I've had yeah. at least three, if not mm-hmm. more. All these um, Megans. <laughs> no, four. I have had four Megan roommates over the years. Um, this was Megan number two. Uh, and we went and saw Deathly Hallows together because we both loved Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's a writer out in out in uh, L.A. That's She's on cool. strike right now. Well, of course, because every... Yeah. Buddy, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what she's working on because Supernatural ended because she was a writer on Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I don't know what she's doing, yeah, like what cool. she's going to be doing afterwards. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my take on Dobby. Oh, Dobby's so death. We talked about it. Yeah, I'm just saying we have to acknowledge it because it's it's an important part of the movie. So okay, so let's take an inventory. So we've lost Hedwig. We've lost Mad Eye. Mm-hmm. One ear from one twin. Yes, but he's alive, so we're just we'll leave that at that. Mm-hmm. Anybody else other than Dobby? Is the rest of them after this one? Uh, Mad Eye, Dobby. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think yeah, it. yeah. I, I don't think, think there's anything else, else in this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get to talk about it next week. Yeah, super. <laughs> come back next week so we can die yeah come back next week and be tortured with us come to die i have that in my quotes i believe no i don't know what i remember what i have i think yeah i think yeah i saw i might have that in my quotes i don't know potter the boy who lived lived. yes the pixie dust freaking voldemort man that's we'll have to open that that's how we'll open that the next episode the pixie dust twins come to die (laughs) pixie dust audience (laughs) Come to die. Oh, God. Nagini. Dinner. Oh, that's exactly how he sounds. That's perfect. I don't know how else to end, but say bye. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah. Bye-bye. Until next time. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. The show is written and produced by Ashley and Sammy, except for those manifestos, which are all written by Dan himself. Intro and audio editing by Sammy, logo created by Ashley. The show is produced as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure you check out all of our other shows and have a magical day.